1: We'll mm-hmm. be
2: Everyone, welcome to another episode of Making Podcasts Great Again. I'm your tech stuff guy, Jay Nog, and we are here, of course, with the President of the United States. We are taping from DC this weekend, so you don't have to travel to us, Mr. President Donald J. Trump. How are you today?
1: Well, you know, we're doing pretty well. It's nice. Finally, the tech stuff people decide to actually come to me. It's, you know, hey, I do tech things. Come to New York, Mr. President. Now, granted, I live close by Trump Tower, but you know, the, uh, it's good to be in D.C. where uh, not a lot of stuff is getting done, which is my kind of presidency.
2: Yes, we'll talk about the government shutdown in a bit. But we have a guest today, Mr. President, and our guest is the host of the podcast Fight Stories, good buddy of mine, Mr. John Moses. How are you, John?
0: Very good. Thank you guys so much for having me on the podcast. It's a tremendous honor to be here with the president. And, well, you're, uh, you're a
1: tough, kind of angry-looking white, and that's the kind of... You know that's pure white.
0: Well, I gotta say, you you had me early on with some speaking points. You you almost got me, Mr. President.
1: Well, we we're gonna have another election. Maybe we'll have a couple. So uh, you know, you'll have two, three terms of me. So we'll be able to maybe turn you around,
2: Mr. President. He can't vote. He's Canadian. He can't vote.
0: Well, no, I, I can vote. I can vote. Mr. Oh, President, you can uh, vote please, now. Please, I am a legally registered immigrant. Please don't uh, don't uh, don't do anything to take that away fake from news. me. And uh, I do have uh, voting rights. Uh, From a uh, a small uh, thing, an amendment to the Constitution. Uh, I think it was Amendment Seventeen A that allows Native Americans' rights across North America to work and vote abroad. So,
1: (laughs) who? Well, I was just saying, you look. I mean, even if you're not technically like by the book American, you look more American than some of these other people they claim are, are Americans. I
0: do feel that I am the type of immigrant that you're looking for.
1: Well, Norway? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: that I look like that.
1: Toronto, it's pretty close. Uh, they're, they're, they're pretty good people. They had a great mayor. We love that mayor they had, dressed in peace. We had Rob Ford. Chris Farley, Rob Ford. For Chris right. Farla, yes, yes. Good guy. Yeah. Both of them good guys.
0: Yep.
2: Well, Mr. President... John hosts a podcast called Fight Stories, and he interviews people about different
1: fights. Probably a lot of blacks getting interviewed if I'm, you know, I I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm guessing. uh Have you had a black guy on your podcast yet?
0: Uh, Yes, we uh, had um, UFC legend Gary Goodrich, who one of his greatest knockouts, one of the most vicious knockouts in UFC history was the uh, that elbow to the guy's head.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah, crucifix elbow. And he also had a win by submitting a guy by squishing his balls with his toes.
2: Really, that is impressive, Mr. President. Yeah. Well, impressed?
1: Well, in circles I run, you usually have to pay quite a bit for that kind of treatment. <laughs> <laughs> the toe balls—that's what we call it. It's a good move. <laughs> uh,
2: the toe balls. So, Mr. President, yes. John is okay, going to help you. We get it, Tim. No.
1: Tim, the tech stuff guy. We get it. No,
2: you don't get it yet. You are in a big political fight right now with the whole government shutdown. You're in a—it's—it's f- it's the longest government shutdown as of today, 22 days. And you said it could last So what I'm for hearing months. is,
1: once again, record-setting presidency from Donald J. Trump.
2: Yes, this is a record, so congratulations. Obama didn't
1: do it. Clinton didn't do it. Even the great, we love Reagan, even he didn't do it. Even the failed Jimmy Carter, who had a lot of shutdowns, never got this one.
2: So is a congratulations in order?
1: Well, I think so.
2: Okay, well, congratulations, Mr. President. So John is here to help you uh with this with this political fight, maybe he can give you some information, maybe some uh helpful hints on how to deal with this fight because you are in a giant political fight with Pelosi and Schumer
0: so well, first, maybe we could talk about um the fight that you still could one day have with Joe Biden.
1: well, I mean, if he lives that long, let's be honest uh he's an old guy he thinks he's re- he thinks he's like still like some tough guy from Scranton, but he's yeah, you know. He's been a senator for like 100 years. He's What is he going to do? Yeah, and, and I, I think a
0: small piece of him, a small part of his heart died when his son died. I think you can capitalize.
1: Well, and I kept all my kids alive, all one of them. Ivanka <laughs> still
2: alive. You have other children, Mr. President. Uh, who? You, you have a few other children. I mean, I don't... Well, you I don't mean, I have recognize. grandkids,
1: Ivanka. You know, nobody's going to... Keep that womb barren for long. You're going to want to pump a lot of good stuff in there. So I know I have grandkids. So we've got Ivanka and we've got some beautiful grandkids.
2: I mean, Donald Jr., another one of your children. No. Don't know him. Barron, another one of your children. No. Tiffany, another one of your What about the, uh, the American Psycho one? Barron? Eric? Eric. Eric Trump. That's another one A lot one of names.
1: Of your... You're throwing out a lot of... John. John. It's John, right? Yep. How yes, many kids do you that. have? A uh, One. Like okay you. well I'm gonna say you have four because <laughs> that's what everybody does to me I talk about Ivanka she's got a job in the White House she's stunning everybody really likes her if you know what I mean yep and then everybody's always throwing out other kid like you've got these kids Mr Brent. And I'm like one kid
0: that's exactly why I stopped at one is because I don't so want, you don't lose track, I don't like want president. all of these invisible children
1: <laughs> right but, so one kid but for my time one beautiful mm-hmm. curvy talented sexy daughter mm-hmm. Ivanka Good lady.
2: Well, John, can you do you have any fight stories that you can maybe share with this president so you can show that you can actually really help him in well, let this me,
1: fight? Can I, if I can, sure. tech stuff guy, I'll take it from here. All right, go for we, it. Uh, basically, what I'm looking for is obviously Biden. I'm not too concerned about
0: you. Doubt well. Well, I do think that you know that you should have a little bit of a game plan with Biden just in case it ever happens. Like it is important, and I'm not like a technically trained fighter, but I do understand it a little bit about the psychology of fighting. And I think that if you do get to Biden, it's going to be very important for you to land the first punch.
1: So just throw these Twitter hands early. That's
0: exactly right. Exactly. Don't don't give him a chance to set up. He's already talked enough. He's already tipped his hand enough and let you believe enough that this fight is going to happen. So for me, A, you're above the law. So you don't have to worry about an assault charge or anything like the, that the common man has to worry about. Completely true. Right,
2: but wouldn't you worry about the president's cardio a little bit?
0: I I don't know. I got that yeah, unless the, he ends there up There was really something. Early. There was something in a reputable paper, um, the Republic or something like that. There was a the doctor said he was in great health. He was like one hundred and seventy five pounds. I mean that was that was not fake news.
1: One well, that's okay. One seventy eight. <laughs> okay. One seventy eight. So, one seventy eight. You know the job has put on a little stress, but no, the cardio. Let's be honest. I'm going to be looking for like a kind of a two a second round, TKO. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not I'm not looking to go ten rounds. Just very boring uh-huh. to go that long. You know, I don't want one of these. But
0: four four minutes thirty seconds. You definitely got that in you.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of power. Uh-huh. You know, I don't think he can take. You know, my power. Not many people can.
2: Mm-hmm. When was the last time you did something physical, Mr. President, besides tweeting?
1: Well, uh, Melania was taking a nap this afternoon, and I, uh, you know. Mm. Got in a couple of pumps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a gentleman. <laughs> well, you know, why bother? She needs a beauty rest. So uh-huh. We both uh, get something out of it.
0: Is, is she on anything for those naps? Or is that like porpofol or anything like that?
1: Oh, any the, any uh, drugs? Is Michael Jackson's milk. Yeah. Isn't that what he called it? <laughs> the milk of Michael? Um, I don't know. I don't think she's uh, she's taking it. I mean, you know, she's got a bottle of pills like any good model. <laughs> but uh, you know, I don't think anything too too tough. Okay, but uh, so Biden, we want to strike early. Yeah, you okay? want to get to that debate. You know, like just like when Hillary Clinton didn't come shake my hand. Instead, what I do is, if Biden's in the debate, just walk up to him and boom, right in the mouth.
0: Yeah, and then so, but don't don't give him a chance to to counterpunch. Don't give him a chance to react. Hit him once. It's good. It's going to be good to go one, two, three. I, I learned that from a, a very tough insane man uh in in canada which i I know probably um well i hope it affects the credibility trudeau no it was no 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 it was not (laughs) it was not justin trudeau but it's important to hit him the first time and then follow up with a combo like a one two three and then you're going to open him up to do whatever you want to do with your enormous hands so don't don't give him a chance don't give him him a chance chance. don't give him a chance i'm thinking maybe like i've heard this
1: term ground and pound uh huh. I feel like that might be a strength for me with old Biden. Do you know what ground and pound is, Mister President? Well, I think it's when uh, you throw a hooker to the ground and then you pound her. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> I don't know if you want to do well, that. She with... paid. You paid. The oh, contract. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, at least you paid. I don't who know. Who said you want to... I paid? Okay. Well, someone paid. Said, I heard. This that, is what they do. That, I
1: understand. Ground and pound. That was I the, don't think you want to was, do that to that Biden. That was the now. Russian
0: taxpayers who paid for that one. <laughs>
1: and i bet those prostitutes are long gone you think you think vlad is letting them breathe any free air anymore they are dissolving in acid like my friend walter white remember we talked during yes, the shutdown yes. i've binged breaking bad cuz we love our white drug dealers you know the wire narcos bad guys but ozark and breaking bad these are these are people who've come on hard times yeah, A lot of yeah. economic anxiety the kennedys of the modern era Pretty much. Well, John, do you have any fight
2: stories you can share with the president? Wants to
1: move. We're talking about... I'm
2: sorry. Okay. We, we,
1: we got rid of Biden. There's a lot of enemies. I don't know if you well, know this. Well, it, we, Pelosi. I don't know I, if you've had any women fighters or any guys who've hit women. Well, I was going to say,
0: I think you should use the same approach against Pelosi as though you were fighting Biden. I mean, I'm all about equality, Mr. President. And I think... So he should punch her in the face first? Yeah. Hashtag yeah. you too. Yeah. <laughs> Damn that's right. What she, that's what she gets. She's 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 talked a lot of smack, and she should also know that it's coming.
1: I have a question for you. Now we'll go on the record. This is kind of, but uh, I know some of my followers might. Like, actually, let's go off the record. All right, one off second. the podcast record.
2: We're off the record now.
1: Nancy Pelosi. Okay, she's out of my age group, mm-hmm. but man to man, and you know we got a tech stuff guy here, but it's <laughs> nice to have a, a man. Uh-huh. The, uh huh. The Nancy Pelosi. I normally don't look at women over 50 in any way. Yeah. But for like a 77-year-old, she's pretty good. I agree with you. 100%. Okay. 100%. So I don't know if I want, you know, I might want to go more to the body. hmm You know, I think she's had some work done up top. Yeah. So I might just, what do you think about like a, well, w- let's go back on. All right. We are on the record now. Well, that disgusting beast, liberal, disgusting beast, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> do you think we should go for the body when we're attacking her? She's had like five kids, so she might really be. That might be a real soft spot.
0: I think. I think. I think you hit her once in the in the mouth, like right in the chin. Give her one right on the button. Her hands are going to come up, and then that's going to open up her body. So then you can throw, you know, like a hook. Get her in the get her in the ribs. You want to get below the tit, like you said. There might be. She might have some cushioning there. I don't know if she's got fake boobs, but so you're going to go below well, the ribs. Well, you know, I, know I know fake
1: boobs. I paid for my daughters, so I'm pretty much an expert.
2: Well, d- looking at Pelosi, do you think she has fake boobs since you're a professional?
1: If I was going to be honest, I'd say it looks like she's been, like, touched up. You know, maybe a lift, maybe a little, like, a like, tasteful work, if we can be honest. Yeah. If I can give the devil her due, like, a tasteful work. <laughs> what a nice guy. Yeah. Well, they say I don't respect women, and like this is totally respectful. Mm-hmm. Of course, I mean
2: talking about how you're going to beat up a woman is is the most respectful thing. Well, that's called It's called
1: equality. Equality. Right. Okay. Okay. It's the little thing we call equality in America. I understand. Maybe that's not where you're from. Maybe in the tech stuff region, uh-huh. they're still uh, holding women down without paying them for it.
2: No, the tech stuff world is not like that. But
1: okay. Now we get to Schumer. Who I think is the easiest of the three. I don't think I think that guy might not even. You might be able to like just kind of, kind of yeah. like, f- make him flinch and run away. Right, like uh, trip and stumble
0: backwards or something.
1: What What would your technique be for uh, Cuck Schumer?
0: For old For old Cuck. Um, okay, so let's change it up a little bit. I think you want to. I think you want to bring him in close, like get him, like you know. Kind of like you did the other day, Mr. President, when you when you were like, "Hey guys, here's some candies," and you sort of like, like an icebreaker. So hey, Chuck, you know, apologize, get them in close, like you want, like you're gonna work together. Funny thing about those candies, butt.
1: what people don't realize, it was some of those Jewish coin chocolates. Oh, I threw them at Schumer thinking he'd go diving on the floor for them. <laughs> you threw Hanukkah <laughs> guilt at him? Is that what it's called? It's guilt? called Hanukkah guilt. Yeah. Why is everything guilt with the Kushners? No,
2: guilt. G-E-L. Never Not mind. even
1: your chocolates are guilty. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
2: <Good>. <laughs> everything is guilty in
0: the Jewish world. It's because they have no heaven to, to work for.
1: <laughs> well, you know, then they're lucky Ivanka quote-unquote converted because they get a little piece of heaven on earth.
0: So back <laughs> to how we're going to get to Schumer. It's so tasty
1: like guilt chocolate. <laughs> But not you know, like not like a black. I didn't mean chocolate, like in the the way they say in porn with like the ebony and the chocolate. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So okay. Schumer.
0: Schumer. I think you're gonna wanna I think you're gonna wanna get him off his guard. And how you're gonna do this, you're gonna you're gonna draw him in with kindness, fake an apology. Not that I'm ever asking you to apologize, Mr. President. I don't believe in that either. But,
1: but like lead in, like maybe I'm saying, you know, I've thought about what you know, I don't actually get to the I'm sorry, but yeah. I go Chuck, we, we thought of, I thought about what you were saying and it made me rethink some things and yeah. examine yeah. you know and 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 I'd like to you know offer you and then he's moving in. Yeah, and then
0: so you, you handshake and then when as you get his hand, you pull him in and then headbutt. Oh do Ooh. you feel good with right the right where headbutt? he leaves
1: his nose exposed where he like puts the glasses like he's some the fancy bridge of his professor. nose. Exactly.
0: Whoa.
2: Could you headbutt someone, Mr.
1: President? Well, i I can do anything I want. I, I know, but do you feel- I'm just afraid. You know, I don't want right. to mess up the presidential face, so I got to work on my headbutt technique to make sure it's a clean one.
0: Yeah, just to you know, just to maybe put it on a vision board or something like that. Just <laughs> practice on Big practice.
1: Huck Huckabee Sanders. She's got a big melon. I can I can use her for practice. She's leaving
2: soon, Mr. President. Well, then we better start practicing quick. Yeah. What are you going to do when when Huckabee Sanders leaves? I mean, she is a great mouthpiece for you, and she doesn't take any shit from the press. Who's going to replace her?
1: That's I don't. You know what? Maybe like a Hannity or something. I need somebody very. You know, that's a that's a high bar Mm -hmm. that she set. You can't usually get somebody so physically and mentally tough.
0: What what about the mooch? Can we get
1: him back? You know. He says nice things, but he's—Huck has literally committed career suicide defending me. Like, she won't be able to get a job anywhere. That's the kind of Mm -hmm. loyalty—Scaramucci's always looking for, like, his next move. Mm. I want somebody who's willing to literally die for me, Mm -hmm. and Huck—
0: Like so many that have— Somebody who? Like so many of your cabinet members that already have well, fallen on the right. sword. So it's where we're trying to replenish
1: loyalty. the troops, but it gets tougher because, you know, there aren't a lot of people who are who are tough enough. Mm-hmm. Huck. I wish I could clone her. You could. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Might be an idea. Fix the eye. We'll just get like a huck, but we fix the eyes. I'm sure you can mess Maybe with the genetics a, a little bit. Give her a little tummy tuck, a little augmentation. All of a sudden, <laughs> big huck is big fuck. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but don't, wouldn't that take everything away if Big Huck be, became Big Fuck? Because Big Huck is an empowering
0: force. You don't want people to...
1: Well, she's still going to have mean, listen, that. Listen,
0: you need, you need somebody to block, Mr. President, when you're throwing the ball. And she is built like a linebacker.
1: That's true. Well, you know, maybe you're right. Well, maybe we clone two. One for Private Huck, <laughs> Private Huck for Fuck, and Big Huck for Talk. <laughs>
2: it's- It's not a bad idea, Mr. President.
1: (laughs) And then ask them to make out and film it. (laughs) A huck on huck. Two hucks, one cup. (laughs) Two
2: hucks, one cup. I would, I would totally see that film. (laughs) Um. Okay, okay, so uh,
1: Schumer's so that's good. So we've taken out kind of the yeah, uh, the big three, the big three. That's and then
0: and then I think you really set a precedent moving forward that you're not to be challenged, right? Like Beta O'Rourke is really going to come
1: at me, exactly. Once I've
0: done that, <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, you don't fuck with anyone who headbutts another man to the face,
1: right? So we've we've basically put Biden in a coma, mm-hmm. like destroyed Pelosi's midsection, yeah. And Schumer's walking around with a broken nose. The thing
2: with the yep. Pelosi, though, I don't know if the you— The big th- three is, is out of the way. But the thing is, if he makes the first punch on Pelosi, I think that would look bad on you if, if you hit the woman first. You're going to have to, I think, bait her to hitting you first, so then it's self-defense, because it is a woman. I understand the equal rights, but it's still going to look well, She might
1: be like—you tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like she might be like a—she's fl- very cagey. She mm-hmm. might be like a Floyd Mayweather, where she just plays defense, <laughs> mm-hmm. waits for a mistake. But if she, she might not come out the aggressor.
0: Well, so how do we get her to throw do I, first?
1: Do I kind of like block the camera and grab her by the pussy?
0: That's not a bad idea. That, yeah. You know what? Let's let's okay. So let's map this. You go right hand in for the for the handshake, fake as though you're going in for a hug. Left, Drop the shoulder. Left hand. A little, uh, a little cookie grab down there
1: in the front, or do I do kind of like a, like I'm hugging, but then reach the claw uh, underneath
2: a back pussy grab? So mm. therefore, the cameras won't pick up on it. That's pretty smart.
0: You get whoever you're with to sort of big huck. <laughs> you get huck. Big block. <laughs> you get.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's how you use her you in this the situation. Big, you get the
1: big
0: block to sort of flank her, and go around to totally huck. grab your hand.
1: What if just to keep my hands literally clean and metaphorically, okay? Okay. Both ways, yes. tech stuff guy I got you I have Big Huck do the grab So then I can deny it was me But Pelosi thinks it was me
2: Then attacks you Attacks
1: at- me And then I'm actually defending myself Because I didn't do anything
2: And Big Huck's leaving soon So at least she can do that for you Before With she leaves With a
1: handful of Pelosi-puss <laughs> <laughs> And you can <laughs> Pelosi <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: And you can take care of any big hucks charges on her way out the door as your last parting gift for this last act of loyalty.
1: Uh, she's very loyal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've taken that out. Now I want to know. We normally don't do this, okay? right? But I like you've given us very that you're basically kind of a special advisor to the president at this mm-hmm. point. That uh, would be on my resume. Special forward. congratulations! Advisor this is a tremendous honor on presidential combat. Uh-huh. So <laughs> we're gonna give you. I want to hear. We want the people. You know, maybe you can. Kind of be, you know, like much like I'm friends with a lot of brutal people yeah. across the globe. We uh-huh. should probably have a podcast friend that's also brutal. Yeah. So tell the people maybe if you have a story or what the podcast is about. Because now I think a lot of us in MAGA land can learn something.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, here and this is the truth. A lot of people in MAGA land are, are already trained in hand-to-hand combat. You know, this is, these are the people defending this great nation. Well, no pussy hats, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: for sure. Right, and if there is, it's knocked on the floor as one of the MAGA voters takes what takes what's theirs. If you know what I mean. So, um, Grab fight him stories. not a pussy hat. <laughs> That's right. uh, fight stories is uh, a podcast. I've been in a lot of fights myself. I've been in, uh, but but all street fights, and many of those fights, I was drunk. Well, a lot of
1: people, if I can, a lot of people seem to talk about Canadians, and I always thought this, very soft, friendly people, you can take advantage of them, but but what you're telling me is, there's like a hardcore, kind of MAGA subset of Canadians? Yeah, there are, there are. I mean, I wouldn't
0: go so far as to say that they were, um, politically they might not always align. There's a very good education system up in Canada, even, even the Brutes are, are fairly well educated and have a decent vocabulary, um... But but there but there are a lot of uh, there is a lot of violence. Not a strong military, but uh, the most hockey players per capita uh, over any country in the world. And as you know, uh, hockey is the one game where you can assault somebody and only get five minute penalties. So
1: well, they're still tough. Unlike our NFL, who are you know getting on their knees to protest the flag and to kiss each other. Despicable. You know, whatever you know. What good is having a bunch of big blacks running into each other if you can't see violence okay i saw Django unchained
2: (laughs) so that gives you credibility to say that
1: well it's you know that's that's what i thought maybe i could have as my presidency okay (laughs) that's fair
0: (laughs) so the uh the podcast basically i was talking whenever i go home and i'm talking with my friends we always rehash these old fight stories and i was talking to another friend of mine a comedian i was you know i've told a couple on previous albums and and he was saying man i can listen to these fight stories forever and i said you know what that's going to be my my next album i'm going to do a double album i'm going to do a stand-up album and
1: only the truly great comedians can pull off a double album (laughs) that's (laughs) what i hear that's true
0: now that is a fact dave chappelle um there's this haitian this american haitian comedian who is uh very underrated. He he did something very similar. Um, Dane Cook. And Dane Cook.
1: <laughs> what a party. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One more comedian, and we've got the Mount Rushmore of double album comedians.
1: <laughs> um, well, we'll look into that. I hope everybody out there is buying uh, whatever double albums they can find. <laughs>
0: So the and then, so the album it'll be a traditional stand up album and then Fight Stories, which is a one man show, which, Mr. President, if I'm being completely honest, these one man show type of shows are a little gay.
1: Well, you know, they it, it feels like when I see a one man show, I sort of say, Okay, so not enough jokes.
2: Exactly. What was the last one man show you saw, Mr. President?
1: Mike Probiglia?
2: Hannah uh, Gatsby?
1: Who? Oh, was that the Big Nataro? Yes,
2: yes. The, uh,
1: no, I didn't, you know. Melania. Comedy Huck. I, I remember. Comedy Huck. I remember I watched, uh, I walked in on Big Gay Mike Pence, and he was watching uh, this Hannah Gadsby, and he was just, there was no laughter, but he was crying. It was very emotionally <laughs> powerful, apparently. I'm not sure why, but he seemed to be very. Uh, very moved. Very touched and moved. And then he immediately condemned her lifestyle, so it seemed back to normal. Okay, that's good. <laughs> But, yeah, uh, one-man show. Well, if you're doing an out, but if you're doing a stand-up with it, it's kind of like, uh, as the blacks say, a co-sign. Like, it's like stand-up yeah, is co-signing exactly. for your one-man show. Exactly.
0: This isn't all one-man shows. It's just that these fight stories would, would live better in that space. So it was going to be six wins, six losses, and a tie. Um, now, I'm trying to think of of maybe one of the wins. Okay, so here's... Here's one of the wins, and I know that you don't approve of any um, drug or alcohol use, and I I have been sober for, for many
1: years. Well, we like to hear that, because I had a brother who passed away from alcohol abuse. Silver lining, though, I got more money in the inheritance. So. <laughs> so, win-win, right? Well, lose he would have wanted it that lose, way, I think. Lose-win. Big win, though. Big league.
0: Lose, big win. Okay.
1: Well, there, there it is.
0: Good. Um. So what had happened was I was uh, up at a cottage, and uh, trailer. Sorry, not cottage, trailer. And uh, and and I was drinking, and this one is of in the kids, Canada. Yeah, this is in Canada. And one of the kids from like one of the neighboring trailer parks was over, and he he was selling mushrooms at the time. Now at this time, I had a uh, a habit of whipping my dick out in public situations and squishing my balls up through my hands and holding them in... And going, baby brains. Like, who wants to see the baby? And I, the real ruse in this situation was now to get people to Now you're definitely a
1: special advisor to the president. <laughs> that right there, you just won over the president. Final interview. Nailed it. <laughs>
0: the real ruse was to get people to want it, right? So my buddies would, like, approach somebody at the bar, often women, Uh, This is a long time ago in a different country. And they'd be like, hey, my buddy does this amazing trick. Do you guys want to see it? And they'd be like, "Uh, I'm not sure. And then I'd be like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the trick. And they'd be like, oh, my God, it's incredible. You really got to see it. And then so this would go on back and forth. And I'd be like, no, 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 I don't do it anymore. Until they were basically begging for it. And then I would turn around and pull my balls out. And I'd be like, baby brains. And they would... (laughs) <laughs> it only reacted in one of two ways. It would be like sheer horror, or they'd laugh their heads off, or somebody would sometimes like baptize it and pour a little beer on my balls. Um, it was a good time. So Christ. anyway, this kid comes over, and one of my uh, one of my friends goes, "Show him baby brains." Well,
1: and by the way, they consented. They you know, consented. You, yeah, they didn't know it. They just said they didn't. That's not on you. One hundred percent. You know this. me you know, it's fortunately uh, Me Too. A didn't happen in, in Canada. <laughs> that's right.
2: I don't know if Me Too exists in Canada.
1: Well that's why I called it Me Too A.
2: Oh, it's another amendment. Okay.
1: I got it, you. Th- Not A. Does, do you you never heard a Canadian speak?
0: A. You never Me Too a. 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 Not Isn't A, a, a? As in
1: A and B as in. No, no, Isn't it like more like for A? Evidence? Like Well, I wasn't trying to take up the podcast with a long A. I was just kinda of saying A well, I, I would I'm have sure the Canadian listeners we have who I have very good friends in Canada, but not Pretty Boy Trudeau, who, by the way, isn't actually that pretty. Mostly out west, Alberta, at west. the uh, Alberta, the good Texas of the north.
2: How about a boot? Where is that? Is that everywhere over Canada? A boot?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. Well, they need to wear boots. It's very uh, very cold. Well, that's about. But never mind. Always right. right. continue. Well, you said a boot. <laughs> I know. And well, I both said, of you us need are confused. Two, to be honest, you need two, because <laughs> why would you walk around with one foot out in that's the right. snow? A boot. A boot. Okay. So. This Sounds kid, like a Muslim terrorist now. <laughs> Aboot, boot. <Aboud. laughs> Who would be
0: getting in from Canada?
1: Allow uh, allow, allow,
0: Canada. <laughs> so th- they get this kid in the trailer, and one of my friends who's drunk, we're all drunk, they're drunk at this point, he's like, oh man, show him baby brains. And I was like, okay, baby brains. And But this kid was alone in a trailer full of guys. So, how,
1: how old was the kid?
0: I don't know, we were all, you know, teenagers at this point, so like late, you know, probably oh, So it 18, wasn't 19. when you said
1: kid, but it wasn't like you guys were all 18 and here comes a nine-year-old? If he was a nine-year-old selling
0: mushrooms, you'd feel like he'd be a pretty badass nine-year-old to begin with. Yeah, I don't <laughs> you think he'd you know? give him baby brains. Yeah. <laughs> so so he, he's like backed into a corner with my baby brains <laughs> at this point, and he's like, I just want to go home. So I just want to go home and deal mushrooms so like a good boy. <laughs> so... So he leaves, and then we, we went to his trailer later to get mushrooms. Now, I don't know any of this at this point. I just come to on the, on, the, on the deck of the trailer holding my hand, and it's bleeding, and I go, what happened to my hand? And my brother goes, what happened? <laughs> we went over to buy mushrooms, and it was $65 for a half ounce, and you wanted to pay the last $5 and change, and he wouldn't accept it. So you punched him in the face and knocked him out and then threw the money at him and took the mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> that's called the art of the deal. <laughs> that's in your book?
1: Well, I mean, you know what? Money is money. And that's not a fair business dealer who says your particular money is not good. Money is money.
2: I agree. Have you ever hit anyone during a business deal, Mr. President?
1: There, no. No. Have, have you ever hit anyone? Oh, I've heard time. a
2: story that you've Well, hit. you
1: know what? There was, if I can share my fight story. Yes. I was, a lot of people don't know this. I went to Penn, and I was at Penn, and this young punk was talking a lot of trash in front of his friends. And I bitch slapped this kid, fell to the ground, and I said, Don Jr., don't you ever talk to your father that way. <laughs> And we didn't speak for many years until he needed a job. And then he came crawling like the chinless bitch that he is. And I said, only because your mother let me drop several loads into her used to be hot model body. Will I tolerate you at this business? So I don't think he's really my kid, but I know his mom. So I said, okay, I'll give him a job. But he has
0: since flourished in that position.
1: No, he and, and it's thankfully due to my tutelage, he's become a. Oh, real, I thought maybe
0: you actually knocked some sense into him in that moment.
1: It's, I don't really care. It mm-hmm. just felt good to, to really bitch slap him mm-hmm. in front of his friends too. Like how emasculating.
2: How did he mm-hmm. react?
1: Well, he just, you know, his, his chinless chin kind of quivered, <laughs> and I walked away. I I knew he was going to cry. Let his friends mop up the tears. I have to go. I have to go cheat on Ivana. With, with Marla Maples, who by the way, pretty good looking. But you know she's had work done because you see how Tiffany showed up. Uh-huh. How do you, how do you have like a super handsome father, allegedly, and a super hot mom, and then come out kind of looking like, uh, like a fancy T.J. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if T.J. Miller was kind of a good-looking chick. Uh-huh. That's who Tiffany Trump would be. And I let her use the name, but we're still not sure she's mine.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Mr. President, your fight story is just Alpha-ing your your son.
1: And now look at him. He's the son of a president. Mm-hmm. So things worked out well for him. And he, he runs a successful business. He's banging. He left his wife, who's good-looking, for a, a, an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Kimberly Guilfoyle, who used to be married to uh, Gavin Newsom the governor of california was a real loser you know yeah he's okay so he's kind of tall and handsome and went to stanford but it's like now she's with don jr who also slicks his hair back so they're almost like twins almost
2: john did you ever see that mushroom dealer again
1: no but did he survive yeah he's still alive well, okay, then it's fine. No so you never
0: go. went back to that trailer park to get mushrooms again. Maybe, maybe he's not selling mushrooms anymore. You know,
2: maybe he's cleaned up. Maybe you straightened him up. Maybe I straightened him out.
1: Well, then I lo- look at that. We both have kind of the same approach. We may have set two different people on a better path mm-hmm. by being by showing tough love or tough hate, whatever. Tough. Um,
0: also, I just want to point out that you did throw the first, you did strike first with your son. Which well, gave I gave be- you a tremendous advantage.
1: Not to be too much like a black, but I think that <laughs> hitting your kids, you should strike first. Mm-hmm. If your kid hits you, you should bury them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's my rule. So, but, but if they uh, if they talk up, you know, and best to do it in front of their friends, you know, you really want to break their spirit. So have, you, have you
2: had any quality time with your family since the whole government shutdown? Maybe sat down. Well, earlier this afternoon, movies, I told or? you I
1: was I was given given Melania some something to think about during nap time.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. I'm saying any of your. Well, that's not quality time. No, it is quality time. I'm saying any of your. Well, are the you The one married? child that you know. Yes.
1: Well, do you tell your wife when you have sex that it's not quality time? You're like, oh, that's that. Too bad. She knows.
2: No, that's that's quality time. I'm just saying any other time where maybe some bonding time with not Melania, but one of your alleged children or with Ivanka since the government, shut well, no, maybe Ivanka, some movies I like or I know you were binge watching some Netflix. So have you caught up any of the movies for the golden globes or anything like that?
1: The only golden globes I recognize are the two on on top of Ivanka
0: <laughs> and those are golden. Well, that's a good father. <laughs> One of the best investments you ever made, Mr. President, if I may speak. So oh, freely. she was
1: a she's a natural seven point eight, mm-hmm. but she is a hard ten, mm. very hard. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I know
2: mm-hmm. what you mean. I'm nauseous. So, Mr. President, go with me. Go- most
1: men don't get nauseous when they think of beautiful, sexy, luscious, tasty Ivanka.
2: I agree with you, but people get okay. nauseous when they think of. A father having sex with his daughter.
1: Okay, well, why are you thinking of that? Well, he didn't, he didn't well, did say I, that at all. Thank you. I, I know the Canadian That's just translation somebody, that didn't is, that, is just didn't that up. Up.
0: Proud of their of their, of their of one of the one of their five children.
1: Okay. Who
2: exactly? Okay. <laughs> can we move to the next topic besides fighting, or you can stay on it, whatever you want, Mr. President. Well, no,
1: I think you know. I, I think I learned a lot. Finally, it was good to have a guest in here. It wasn't just some kind of lib cuck. Mm -hmm. but who had like some good advice
2: who was what was your nickname for brian scott mcfadden lib
1: cuck assassin (laughs) because he had the three-part name you know like all assassins (laughs) so uh that's a great nickname no i think we learned a lot i think uh anytime you ever avoided a fight all right, yeah, listen. And then, then we'll know, talk we'll talk movies and then we'll we we'll wrap leave it up.
0: Sometimes you gotta know when to fold 'em, you know? Sometimes you gotta know when you're outclassed or you're unmatched. Um, I was in a, I was in Staten Island at a comedy show and some Italian guy challenged me from the stage and he was like, Well, I'll wait for you outside and I just said You always
1: getting in fights with ever fight ever, ever get in a fight with a black?
0: Well, that was just it. So I'm 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 on stage in Staten Island, and this Italian guy challenges me, and I waited for him, and I said, "Here I am." And then two weeks later, I was in Boston, and it was doing a black show up there, not for charity or anything like that. I just sometimes I like to do those types of shows because there's a lot of energy. And
1: well, they are energetic, very athletic. Yeah, the
0: the the blacks are the are the best comedy crowd audiences. From a laughing perspective, they're great for the comics, horrible for the waitresses. But
1: but I but they I don't, love those shows. They don't tip the customary eight percent that I give.
0: <laughs> they actually might be on par with about with about what you give them <laughs> with eight percent. Well, that's why
1: I did okay with with black men. They a lot of people thought I'd get get routed. It was it was yep. very loud black women who didn't like me, but but mm-hmm. black men were like secretly kind of okay with me.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, they kind of understood. Um. So I was in Boston and uh and I was rocking the place having a good time uh, at this place called Slades. Now they chase
1: they had Boston Black they hadn't chased them out yet. No there's a there's a real concentrated area. Oh okay we were, in, we we in, forced in them into an area. Okay, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, uh, Dorchester. And then um so I was there and the the stage at Slades is up front and right beside the stage is the door. Now, I don't know if you know this about um, black people, Mr. President, but they are constantly showing up late to, to these types of events. I always so, thought
1: that was just because Ben Carson was sleeping. <laughs> so you're telling me that's a black thing?
0: Yeah. Um, so so some guy walks in. I'm on stage. Now I'm closing the show, and I'm having a great time. And the, uh, there was an old man there who's working the front of the door. And I, I mean old, like deaf and old, and it's 10 bucks to get in, and some guy tries to push back, push past him. Now, I'm 6'2", 225. And, so a little uh,
1: heavier and a little shorter than me. He,
0: precisely. <laughs> okay. Precisely. It, in much smaller hands. Uh, <laughs> so this guy pushes through. He's about 6'4", 245, and shredded. Now, I didn't know this at the time. My buddy pointed it out later. He said... That his dreads. So were, he was a black.
1: Yeah. Okay. So did you just end the show there? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should have, but he pushed past, and uh, and he had these dreads. And my buddy later pointed out that they were probably jail dreads. The person who gave well, me this I, tip, I would by think the way, so. I the would person think that so. gave me this tip, by the way, black. So it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a white person uh, stereotyping. Just so you know. So he pushes past. But that would,
1: if they did, it would be okay.
0: <laughs> these stereotypes start somewhere. They have to start somewhere. So he pushes past, and he's got two guys behind him who are also in really good shape. And uh, this is going on, and it's starting to make a little bit of a ruckus, so I have to address it from the stage. And I was like, hey, man, the show's 10 bucks. Are you really going to violate your parole to save $10? Like, just fucking pay the guy. You're going to give him a heart attack.
1: You were Was that a joke, or were you serious?
0: I mean, it was a joke, but... You know the people laughed, but, but he then, probably
1: was. Let's be honest; he probably was on parole. <laughs> well, Jeez. I think he actually was. Okay, bingo. So. No laughs, tech stuff, guy. I know my blacks. <laughs> <laughs> always bet on black. Being in prison—that's what I always say when I'm at Trump Taj Mahal. So, so he
0: turns around and I zing him a couple of more times. Again, jail dreads, and I was like, "Listen, this." They said, Bone Thugs, this is a comedy show. Just take it easy. And he started to, like, lurch towards the stage a little bit, like he could feel him kind of lunging. And my one thought was, the only chance I have against this guy is if, because of leverage, I punch, and I just punch him hard and go through, and with the follow-through, run clean out the door.
2: Because you're higher than him, so you yeah. have leverage. I
0: have leverage, but also, I am sure that he is not thinking about this at all. You know what I mean? Like everybody's, you know, in this situation, everybody thinks just because you're you're white, you're some fucking wimpy twerp. Little do they know that there was an underground movement happening to take back this nation.
1: <laughs> so, so this, I assume, was before I was elected. This was before you were well, elected, Mr. so it may have started here. This might have been, you know, the the shot at what is it, Lexington and started Concord? The
2: trajectory of your presidency. <laughs> this was the first.
1: This well, was no. the first shot in the MAGA movement. Well, no, I, that was. <laughs> I thought that
0: I thought that I thought that that was that was my that would be my one shot, but I didn't have to throw it. So I zing him four or five times. Now, the guy who used to run this room was this old guy. I mean, not old, but 55 and hobbled. used to play football, but, you know, overweight has like a bum knee limps. But in any other situation, if somebody like started acting up or getting rowdy, he'd run over to them He'd be like, Hey, motherfucker, don't you do this in this comedy room? Don't you be disrespecting this motherfucking room? Shut the fuck up. This ain't no thug room. And he would get in their face, and it would work. And I would always be surprised at how intimidating this old broken-down guy would be, right? So he tried that with this guy. He went over to him, and I can see him starting to bark a little bit. And that big guy with the dreads didn't even flinch he just leaned into him and whispered something and I
1: watched the guy melt. I watched him just go, oh. Let me tell you something. When the black on your team starts to cave, get the hell out of there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when black on black crime doesn't work in your favor, run. <laughs> it's time to go. So,
0: I realize, like, oh, I'm alone now. I'm, like, it's, it's me and my buddy who is who's there with me who's, half is only half black so he's only got half of that of the of that raw that raw barbarian barbarian strength so so still I'm still not bad still <laughs>
1: not bad but
0: half <laughs> yeah. not not horrible so so but the crowd is loving it right the crowd is entirely on my side and that's actually what's kind of keeping him in check like people are going come on man this is a comedy show let him let him perform let him do his thing so it's going I'm still, t- like, zinging him every 10 minutes or so, like, just, like, touching him when, when, when the joke allows. You know, like, I'm not going out of my way, but if I can make a punchline and turn it around on him, that's what I'm doing. And uh, And as I'm doing this, one of the guys he came in with starts edging closer towards the stage. And then I realize what's happening. I go, what? Are you trying to snuff me?
1: <laughs> and the whole
0: place starts laughing, and then I go, Dino, don't let him get any closer to me. If he gets closer, you got, don't let him, you have to intercept this guy. And he started laughing. He said, yeah, I was, I was. Like he basically admitted that he was trying to throw a sucker shot while I was on stage. So I'm still, I'm keeping, the, this is all going down. I'm like planning what what's going to happen. I'm worried that there's going to be a fight while still crushing. You know, like I'm, I'm thinking about my jokes, but also like focusing on, you know, what could potentially happen. I'm closing and I probably could have got out of there incident free. But of course, I have to zing the guy who walked in and caused, a problem like three more times before i leave the stage
1: well it's your country you should be free to do that if you want
0: <laughs> well was it your country yet uh well, no I, I think i was still working towards citizenship uh, at this point. it wasn't his country
1: well, you know what immigrant i give, I give him a pass okay <laughs> so
0: anytime i've done the show in the in the past i have never gotten paid like at the end of the show i always have to wait a minimum an hour to get my money right and this time, the host, who is also the sheriff in this room, who has also been barked down, hands me my money, as like as he shakes my hand, and he was like, "Great job." And then I got off the stage, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And then my buddy comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, I think we should go." And I was like, "I'm not fucking going anywhere. I got to sell merch." <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like a true comic. Oh, oh. Sell it. Oh, I forgot. Oh, I forgot money. to say before, right before I got off stage, somebody goes. We're going to kill you, you white motherfucker. And it was another guy
1: that was with him, but he didn't walk in with. Right? Well, that's white genocide. That's a big problem. And that, you know what? This really was kind of the first shot in the MAGA fight. That's right.
2: (laughs) Big problem in this world, white genocide.
1: (laughs) So the, the three guys, who,
0: by the way, were all bigger than me and in better shape, have now turned into six. And I'm watching them. I'm watching them as I'm sitting there. Like a pack of wolves? Setting, to, start to They really are. I'm watching them as I'm as I would I'm have gone with up.
1: other animals, but PC won't let me.
0: <laughs> um, w- were these animals involved uh, with a film with Sigourney Weaver? Uh,
1: so finish the story. When Harambe attacked <laughs> you, what happened? <laughs> so...
0: Six of the six
1: of these guerrillas are are now Ooh, I like that. That's racist on two levels. <laughs> I mean not racist, that's honest <laughs> speaking on two levels. I see a
2: cabinet position for you, John Moses. <laughs>
0: so the six guys, they are now sort of circling me, right? Like um, but they've they've split up
1: and they're sort of like going through the crowd a little bit and circling me. And my buddy goes, Man This is I like think- when they killed Malcolm X in that <laughs> Spike Lee movie. <laughs> Get your hand out of my pocket. Um, nobody shot? No, it's a pretty good movie for a you know for what it's about. Oh, I
0: thought you were gonna say it's a feel good film.
1: Well, you know, it's, it's got its happy points.
0: so so they start circling. my friend goes, I think we should leave and I go, yeah, you're right. And I turned around and ran out the front door. It's like all of this like I'm gonna stay and and nobody's gonna intimidate me had dissolved in an instant, and I ran out the front door. And as I ran by, the security guard goes, you ain't got to run, motherfucker. And I was like, yes, I do.
1: (laughs) And you know what? That's what we're fighting for with our movement so that good whites don't have to live in fear of white genocide. So we're doing the right thing. I'm glad you shared that story. I hope everybody out there heard that and realizes what we're up against. So let's we'll end with a little pop culture and then uh,
2: there was a lesson learned in that fable that John just told.
1: <laughs> well, when the history books are written about our great movement, that's gonna be the I think the it starting was,
2: point of MAGA?
1: I think it was Lexington and Concord. That's where they like fired the first shots in our great revolution. That is So the in the first history business, shot it's of be the Slade's MAGA bar
2: with John Moses.
1: <laughs> that's what they're gonna write.
2: Well, our
1: last uh,
2: topic, Mr. President, is the Golden Globes. Uh, Love, Ivanka. Be, no, not the Golden Globes, the awards ceremony that they give out um, to, to movies before the Oscars. And uh, the, the Golden Globes, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody won Best Drama and Green Book. I don't know if you've seen these movies, Binging with the Government Shutdown won Best Comedy.
1: Well, I know about Bohemian Rhapsody. It's about the lead singer of Journey.
2: No, not, not Journey. It's Queen. Queen.
1: Yes, Queen.
2: No, the band Queen. You ever hear "We Will Rock You"? We will, we will rock you. That's that's Queen. Another one. Bites of Dust." Boom. Oh, I know that one. Yeah, that's that's Queen.
1: Okay, that's that's what I played every time I defeated a Republican opponent in the primary.
2: <laughs> that's being your headphones.
1: <laughs> so Queen. Queen. Yes. So he. Uh,
2: Lead did, singer Freddie Mercury. You know who he, di- he is. Didn't he die? He died.
1: What did he die of?
2: Uh, I think
0: it was AIDS. Yes. Oh, boy. Next. Okay. Before his father died of shame.
1: <laughs> Jesus. You know, with Mike Pence nearby, I don't really want to talk about, uh, you know, gay stuff. He's very sensitive to that, so.
0: That's but, very that's very respectful. But
1: we like Freddie Mercury. We know he's doing good things right now. He's uh, he's dead, so I, I don't know how well, many things Well, a lot of people are doing. learning more about him every day, and he's... Uh, you know he's still making great music. He's, and, uh, he's and
2: a good dead. guy. Good he's, guy. He's, okay, um, but do you know the the right the, the writer of the Green Book, Nick? I'm going to pronounce his name right. Valalanga. Um, he tweeted that uh, when 9/11 happened, um, someone tweeted about uh, the Muslims were celebrating in Jersey City. Well, you I You tweeted that. that. Yes, and he that. retweeted it and agreed with you, and Wait. then he so erased good- his whole Twitter
1: account. Well, that's unfortunate because a good guy who wrote what I hear is a very nice movie about how a gay black piano player had never eaten fried chicken and then his white friend taught him how to be a black. And I think that's a very nice message of harmony Mm. and of how white people can help black people if they just listen and do what they're told.
2: And realistic.
1: Well, very realistic and I think... You know now it's unfortunate a guy makes a really nice movie like that for people mm-hmm. and then he has to delete his Twitter because what he told the truth about all the Muslims celebrating in Jersey on 9 eleven
2: well I don't know if that was truth
1: well I saw it and Nick uh, Conallingus saw it as well
2: <laughs> I don't know if his name is Nick Connelllinggus but well you it's know Nick Green Book. but it, yes so you you think he should have kept his Twitter account up
1: We would have, I would gladly support him telling the truth. So it's unfortunate that we still live, you know, obviously it started at the bar in Boston Mm -hmm. and it continues today. Now, even Hollywood, you make a nice movie and they still want to attack you. You know, whether Kevin Hart is using words to describe the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. or this guy's talking about Muslims dancing on rooftops on 9 11 in Jersey. They're not comfortable with even their own speaking the truth. It's a very sad, sad day, and that's why Hollywood is such a joke and why I try to only watch nice films by Mel Gibson and Kirk Cameron.
2: (laughs) Well, at least you have your favorites, Mr. President.
1: My problematic faves, as the blacks say.
2: Uh, Is that what it is? Well, that's, that's the end of the episode. Um, Mr. Moses, would you like to plug anything besides your, your podcast, Fight Stories? No. Check it out. You can download yeah, it on before iTunes. The te- well,
1: uh, before the tech stuff guy starts, he always plugs his own stuff. I mean, not this one. It's a new one every week. But mm-hmm. he's always they always seem to go on and on. So mm-hmm. you have the floor before he takes it over. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: Fight Stories podcast. We have uh, So we interviewed you know, pro fighters from MMA guys to boxing champs. To uh, NHL tough guys, but then we also get the everyday stories from, like, the working class stiffs out in the streets. Those are actually our favorite stories, like construction workers and And those and, are the uh, backbone of the MAGA
1: movement. Exactly.
0: Those are the people we're after. The people who who have
1: been passed over, so to speak. The forgotten men and women. Yep. Who like to fight and put their kids in schools that don't have a ton of blacks. <laughs> uh otherwise known as the state
0: of new jersey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think they're lying. I think there's voter fraud in Jersey. It's always a blue state and I'm like everybody I meet from Jersey, I got to
0: tell you, is like real not PC. Yeah. Uh Newark must be doing a lot of heavy lifting over there because <laughs> where I live anybody with a wrench has got a uh an American flag and an eagle on their bumper sticker of their pickup truck, so
1: sound like great people. Uh-huh. Sorry, so, so the podcast. So you Before the, pod- the tech podcast. stuff guy interrupted you.
0: The <laughs> podcast is uh, Fight Stories, so uh, you can check that out. Oh, oh, and we've had a lot of Jersey uh, folk on it. Artie Lang, comedian Rich Voss, and uh, Stanley Cup winner, and maybe one of the ten toughest guys in NHL history who used to play for the New Jersey Devils,
1: Jim McKenzie. Gentleman Jim McKenzie.
0: Gentleman Jim yeah.
1: It's the rare thing where I did some research before you came on. Because with the shutdown, I have more time to listen to podcasts, but you don't want to listen to all these NPR type podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
0: is definitely not that. So um, I've got nothing else happening other than that. All Any my dates coming up? Basket.
2: Any dates coming up for comedy performances? No. Okay. I'm nope. sorry. All right. Am I allowed to plug anything, Mr. Very President? Very quickly. Okay. Uh, of course. Uh, Check out this podcast every single week, Making Podcasts Great Again. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Listeners are picking up every week, and we appreciate that. But keep spreading the word and keep leading reviews and and, five-star, and we appreciate everything. Also, if uh, you are around next weekend, the eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth, I'll be at Go Bananas for the ten o'clock shows, Friday and Saturday, Sunday eight o'clock in Cincinnati, and the twenty-fifth, I am headlining Yonkers Comedy Club in Yonkers, New York, at seven thirty. So come to one of those shows and check it out. You got a is lot that,
0: going on for a tech guy.
2: I know. Is that uh, is, that was quick, right?
1: Well, not quick enough, but okay. quicker than the normal tech guy does. <laughs> okay. You can catch me, J. L. Covan. Hello, everybody. Uh, my next gigs are uh, helium and buffalo january 24th to the 26th obviously as jay said please subscribe if you aren't a subscriber give us five stars spread the word we have some very very exciting stuff coming up in the next couple of months you will want to be part of it before it becomes cool and you just become one of those assholes who globs on gloms on after it's already big yeah. <laughs> um, like my brother-in-law Yeah, Kevin Hart's funny. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I guess that's it. Um, My website's jlcomedy.com. Please go purchase one or five of my albums. I need the money. God help us all.